listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio. Send feedback via our contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoyed this program, please consider supporting us by joining the Vintage Radio Club. All Vintage Radio Club members get access to our Saturday program in which we present shows that are longer than our half-hour podcast which feature productions from Lux Radio Theater and Mercury Theater on the Air and more. If you join us on our Patreon page, you get more features like an exclusive I Love Old Time Radio sticker, access to our ad-free podcast, and more. Visit iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support for more details. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Mondays, the Green Hornet hunts down the biggest of all game. Public enemies who try to destroy our America. Stay tuned to the end of this episode for a special announcement. And this episode originally aired on June 20th, 1939, and it's called Money Talks Too Loud. The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies that even the G Men cannot reach. The Green Hornet. Adventure, Money Talks Too Loud. The events and characters depicted in this drama are fictitious. Any similarity to actual persons, living or dead, 
is purely coincidental. Hey, Clicker, I got the news from the state capitol. Lay off, Lowry. This is my busy two weeks. Don't sit there. Huh? You're almost having some enlarging paper. I'm in a hurry to get my desk packed up. Freeze, will you? Where are you going? You don't rate a vacation till August. This, mister, is no vacation. Special assignment? Where are you going? What are you going to photograph? I'm not taking any pictures for the next two weeks. I'm filling in for Lenore Case on her vacation. You're what? Believe it or not, big boy, I'm to be secretary to the boss. <laughs> How do you like that? You? Say, no fooling. No fooling, brother. So clear away from the desk. I'm doing his office now. He'll be in himself in a little while. Like funny, Will. He's not due before noon today. Well, that's what you think. I know it. And if you don't believe it, ask the society, Ed. She saw him at that Bernard Dame's party last night. Was he there? Sure. Gosh. I guess it must have been quite a party. There were a lot of big shots from the state capitol there. Yeah, big shots is hot. What'd you say? What's the matter with you? I said there were a lot of senators and things there. There were? Oh, I wish I'd known that. I'd have barged in myself. I want to talk to some of those birds. For what? A slant on the horse racing bill. What's that? Don't you read the papers? Nope. I just look at the pictures. They're trying to put a bill through the, to legalize betting on the Gigi's. They are? Say, that'd be all right, wouldn't it? That's what you think. Don't make a crack like that in front of Britt Reed. Is he against the bill? And how? But he can't be. Oh, he can't, huh? <laughs> tell him that, Toots. Go on and tell him that. Think I'm afraid to? Look here, smart guy. The Brannigan bill is before the committee right now. What bill? Brannigan. That's the horse race bill, in case you didn't know. Oh. And the bookies have gotten together about 50,000 smackers to lobby against it. Why, you don't... And money talks in the state capitol. You say you, uh, don't read the papers? If Britt Reed starts a string of articles against the bill, he'll be stringing right along with the bookies. And he can't do that. Sister, maybe you've got something there. But tell me this. How can he take a stand in favor of the bill? Oh, why can't he? In the first place, there are too many bad angles to it. Too many places for the grafters to get in. Too little protection for the state. Why, it costs more to collect the state's taxes than the amount of revenue it would bring in. Gosh, I didn't know all that. I'm telling you. Well, tell me more. It would mean that the state would sanction gambling. That would open everything up again for the operators of the slot machines, the dog races, the pinballs, the numbers games in the policy rackets, and the lotteries. If the state allows gambling on horses, how can they stop it on other things? As it is now, people who know of bookies go and solve the bet from time to time, but the great rank and file of people aren't interested. Let gambling on the races be made legal, and everyone will be betting on the Gigi's instead of paying their groceries. Gosh, you're doing swell, Lowry. Oh, what's the use? The boss can't stand in favor of the bill for the reasons I've mentioned, and he can't oppose it without being on the side of the bookies who'll be broke if the bill's put through. He's right on the fence. The only thing for the Daily Sentinel to do is keep quiet about it. Yeah. I've got a picture of Britt Reed keeping quiet on an issue as big as this. It's going to be fun to see just what he does do. I'm not so hot on this machine, Mr. Reed, but maybe I'll get better with practice. You're doing all right, Miss Benning. There. I guess that'll do. You want to sign it now? I'll send it into my office with the rest of the letters when you have them finished. Yes, sir. Now, uh, concerning this Brannigan bill, it's in committee at the Capitol. Oh, yes. Lowry was speaking about that this morning. The Daily Sentinel is going to take a firm stand against it. But, Mr. Reed... I want Gunning to advise that we're to campaign strongly in opposition. Right along with the gambling interests, huh? What? I understand there's a lot of cash to hire lobbyists against the bill. The bookies put up the dough. Oh, I mean money. Oh? They'll be glad to know the Sentinel is with them. With them? Well, isn't that what your opposition amounts to? Oh. Perhaps it is. And that's the way it appeared to me. I suppose if you played your cards right, you might sell them some space. Sell who what? The bookies, some space. Why not? 
Miss Benny, have you been talking to Lowry or Hawks? Well, not about selling space. The Sutton was opposed to the passage of the Brannigan bill, but that doesn't mean we're in cahoots with the bookmakers. No, sir. Uh, never mind that message to Gunnigan. I'll write an article myself. I was in this something. Look here, golfer. What you got, Farnsworth? The Daily Sentinel is out with a knife for the Brannigan bill. No fool. Read it yourself. <laughs> Playing right along with us. I'm almost sorry we chipped into the pool to lobby against the bill. Why, now there isn't a chance of the thing going through. This is pretty strong stuff, ain't it, boss? Plenty strong. And this is just a beginning. I say when Britt Reed takes sides in an issue, he goes all the way. When Britt Reed takes sides in an issue, Flicker, he goes all the way. That's the trouble. Oh, why the Dickens, Ed, couldn't he have stayed away from the office for the next few days? Hang it, he goes on his merry nightlife way with parties and dances and spends his afternoons at the club or polo or golf or tennis. Yeah, I know, Click. It's old stuff. He never comes around with anything particular on his mind until there's something like this. Then he takes unfair advantage of the rest of us just because he happens to own the confounded paper. Well, cheer up, Ed. Cheer up? With every bookie in town tipping his hat to me? I think maybe the boss will change his mind about going through with his campaign against the bill. <laughs> Him change his mind? You wait, fellow. I've been busy. You? Sure. Hey, Finney. Me? Reeves calling you. Get back where you belong. Holy smoke. I didn't know he was in yet. What'd you do? Nothing, guy. Just wait. You said you'd been busy. Hey, wait a minute. See you by and by, Lowry. I didn't know you'd come in yet, Mr. Reed. I'm sorry. That's quite all right, Miss Benny. Rather glad I came in early this morning. Early? Oh, yeah. Early for you. Here's an interesting letter that was in my mail. Oh, really? It's a letter of thanks for the manner in which the Daily Sentinel is taking a stand against the Brannigan Pell. Oh? Signed by the Green Hornet. Not really? No, not really. What? Uh, not really? Yeah, that's what I said. But, but I don't... Someone wrote this letter to me and forged the signature of the Green Hornet. It's quite an accurate copy of it. Not bad at all. It must have been done either from an original or a photograph of an original. But, but how could you tell that? I wonder if someone who wants me to take a neutral stand on the Brannigan bill might not have sent this to me. Well, whatever gave you that impression? Or possibly someone who'd like to see me reverse myself and go in favor of the bill, knowing that I dislike the gambling ring. But mightn't it be genuine? After all, Mr. Reed, the Green Hornet might be involved in the gambling ring... And in that case... I think I... I'll fire Ed Lowry because of this letter. Fire Lowry? Why can't he come out like a man and tell me what he thinks instead of going about it in this roundabout way? But but Lowry didn't do that, Mr. Reed. Didn't he... do what? He didn't send that to you. Well, how do you know, Miss Benny? Gosh, I know the guy. He he wouldn't do that sort of thing. Honest to Mike, he wouldn't. He'd come out with anything he had to say. Yeah, that's what I always thought. Well, I can't imagine anyone else who might have sent it can you? Well, gosh... Well, I... don't try to think too hard, Miss Finney. Uh, we'll let the matter drop. Well, isn't there some small chance that the Hornet might be opposed to the Brannigan bill? Well, yes. Yes, Miss Benny, there is a chance that the Green Hornet might be opposed to the Brannigan bill. Then you won't play along with the same side that the Green Hornet is on, surely. Why? Well, I... Well, I'm late. I'm due at the Civic Club for luncheon. Uh, you watch things here, Miss Benny. Yes, sir. If uh, any more letters come from the Green Hornet, uh, save them for me. Yes, sir. I uh, have an idea there won't be any more. Uh, I don't think there will be. Gosh, that guy gives a girl a headache that aspirin won't cure. Makes me feel like a first-class heel. He's gone, hasn't he? Yeah, he's gone. Now, give out, Clicker. What's the idea you had in mind? Listen, Lowry, skip it. 
As an idea, it wasn't so hot. Well, the boss has got to do something. A couple of the boys just blew in. So what? We're taking a sleigh ride. Everyone in town's giving us the berry. What do you mean, everyone in town? Well, all the bookies. They're thanking us for giving them a hand. Now, how do you like that? I don't. We'd be better off of... Special for Mr. Reed. Okay. What's that? I don't know. A letter of some sort. Well, open her up. You're private secretary this week, aren't you? Maybe it's a lead on something. Well, if it is, you won't get... Holy smoke! Huh? This is from the Green Hornet. What? What's from the Hornet? What about the Hornet? This is the real McCoy, the unadulterated real thing. A thanks letter for the stand the Sentinel has taken. Signed the Green Hornet? Signed the Green Hornet. Now what'll I do? Why does everything happen to me? Sister, you invite things to happen. Now what? I can't show this to him. Why not? That's news. Sure it's news, but I thought the first one would be news. First one? Oh, Ed, I faked a letter just like this. I had a photo of one of the Hornet letters that are in the hands of the cops, and I faked one, thanking him for a stand against the Brannigan bill. Yeah? I thought maybe if he thought the Hornet was against the bill, he'd drop the publicity he's been running. And now a real letter comes in, and I can't show it to him. Baby, you sure lead with your chin. Hey, but look, why not switch letters? Huh? Put this real one in the place of the one you showed him, see? Oh, he knows the first was a fake. He saw something about it. Yeah? Well, lay your cards on the table. Tell him the whole works and trust the luck that he don't give you the air. Oh, he will. He was going to fire you. Uh, me? For what? Well, he thought you'd sent the letter with a hornet's mark on it. Why, you... I told him. I told him you didn't. I'll never learn to stop talking to you. Sooner or later, I'm going to land in real trouble through you. Oh, Lowry, I'm sorry. Hang it all. Didn't I have the interest of the paper at heart? I wanted to make the boss realize how things stood. That was the only reason I did it. Sure. You thought you knew more about running the paper than he does. Oh. Oh, God. I don't know what he'll do, but you sure deserve getting canned. All I can do now is to tell him the truth and take whatever he dishes out. That evening, in his apartment, Britt Reed told Cato about the letters from the Green Hornet. The first I suspected came from Miss Benny. It gave me an idea, you see, Cato? What was that, Miss Britt? I sent another letter in, and when I got back to the office, Miss Benny broke down and admitted that she'd sent the first. But I had Lowry make a page one story from the second. What for? To pave the way. Right now, I'm between two fires. I don't like to be in this position. I must take a stand against the Brannigan bill, but by taking that stand, I'm aligned with the gambling interests. But uh, what could the Hornets later do? Every one of the gamblers will read it. They'll be ready for the call I'm going to make on some of them. Yes? I know who the ringleaders are. The biggest of all is a man named uh, Farnsworth. His assistant is called Gopher. Called what? His name is Gables. They call him Gopher Gables. Oh. I also know the members of the legislature who will take money for their votes. And some of them are on the committee considering the Brannigan bill. Who are they? We needn't list the names just yet. I'm not ready for them. Where are you going? To the car. Come on with me. I may need you. I've got to leave the car to make some phone calls. You'll have to stay with the machine. Very well. Brett Reed went through a sliding panel in the rear of his clothes press, then between the walls of the apartment to a secret door that opened into an old, supposedly abandoned warehouse where the sleek black car of the Green Hornet was housed. I don't know whether or not we'll get real action tonight, but we'll be ready for it, Cato. We'll take the mask and the weapons. They're in the car. Good enough. But uh, what do you do? There's just one way to get out of this spot. That's to prevent the passage of the bill and smash the gambling ring. Both must be done. How? They say, Cato, that money talks. Well, in this case, if my plan works out, 
Money is going to talk too loud. The curtain falls on the first act of our Green Hornet adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Thanking the Sentinel for what they're printing about the Brannigan Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Or I wonder. What's the matter, Mr. Farnsworth? Maybe that message from the Green Hornet will have the reversed effect. I don't like the way it's been used here. The things that are written about it. It makes it look as if all of us were working with the Green Hornet. As if he was the boss of the whole bookmaking business in town. Say, does it do that? Yes. Maybe that'll make those fatheads in the capital pass the bill in spite of all we can do. That won't do that, boss. I wonder. Be quiet long enough for me to answer the phone. Well? Farnsworth? Yes, what is it? You saw the evening sentinel? Well, naturally. Who are you? It's going to cost more dough as a result of that story. What do you mean, more dough? Has a nervous bunch at the capital. They're afraid of public sentiment in view of the fact that the Hornet seems to be running your business for you. That's ridiculous. Preposterous. The Green Hornet has no part in my business. Yeah, I know that, Farnsworth, but just the same. The boys need half again as much cash to swing the committee. You better get busy on the phone and raise it. Who are you? Where are you calling I from? I can't say anymore now. Someone coming. Hello. Hello. Ah. Well, what's the matter, boss? I wish I knew who phoned. Someone said we had to raise more cash because of that story in the Sentinel. Yeah? I was afraid of something of that sort. Gopher, go and call on Meekin. Tell him to get the boys lined up and be ready for another contribution. He ain't gonna like that so well, boss. Tell him it can't be helped. We've already sunk plenty of cash in fighting the Brannigan bill. We've got to protect our investment. Now get going. Gopher Gables hurried from Farnsworth's apartment, while Britt Reed, a short distance away, made a long-distance call from a drugstore phone booth. In fact, he made several of them. Hello, is this Senator Jones? I am Senator Jones. You better get yourself a copy of the Sentinel and see what it has to say about the Green Hornet and the Brannigan bill. I've read it. Why? If you'll check with Smitty and Lynch and a couple of the others, you'll find that there's going to be extra cash for you in view of what the Hornet's done. Who's calling? Listen, Jones, I'll let you know who I am sometime when I want a favor, see? Meanwhile, just get smart and hold out for about half again as much as you've been promised. I don't know what you're talking about. That's all right, Jones. I wouldn't expect you to say anything else over the phone. Just take a tip, though, and if you don't believe me, call Farnsworth. He's at home right now. Just tell Farnsworth that you don't like the way things are shaping up. If you don't want to call Farnsworth, uh, speak to one of the boys up there who's representing him. Get the idea? 
Senator Jones received this anonymous call in a hotel room where he'd been playing cards with some friends. I wish you'd tell me who you are. Bye, Senator. Confounded curious. What is it, Senator Jones? Advice from some anonymous party. We don't need advice. He stated that we should request additional uh, recompense in view of the unfavorable publicity in this evening's edition of the Daily Sentinel. I didn't like that story. Puts us on a spot where it'll be hard to table the Brannigan bill for this session. I am fully aware of that. Who are you telephoning? Our uh, friend, the lobbyist. And then a short time later that evening, Farnsworth had a second call, this time from his representative at the state capitol. But while this call was being received, there were unseen witnesses. The Green Hornet and Cato, both wearing the familiar masks, but just outside an open window. Yes, yes, I know. I've already made the necessary arrangements. I'll raise more cash for those chiselers. I don't know when I'll have it. I'll I'll let you know. And very well. Goodbye. Hey, boss. I've seen the boys. Well? They'll raise the dough. When? It ought to be on hand before the night is out. They'll contact you soon after midnight. They gotta round up the guys that are out night clubbing. The sooner the better. That cash should be in the hands of the boys at the Capitol in the morning. Why have we got to work so fast? The committee has to report on that bill. They'll have to hand in their report by the day after tomorrow at the latest, or it won't be passed at this meeting. Ain't that what you want? Of course it is. But if we don't raise the cash, then they will turn in the favorable report. And the thing will be railroaded through by the birds that want to close the session and get started on their summer vacations. Yeah, I see. The pressure of the newspapers will make them pass the thing unless we raise the cash to block it. Did you contact everyone? Sure thing. Don't worry, boss. The door will be here all right enough. You can get it to the Capitol in the morning with no trouble at all. Very well. All we can do now is sit tight and wait. Come on, Cato. While he's waiting for that cash to arrive, we'll make one more telephone call. Yes, Mr. Bannister. Aren't you going to go after the man? Not just yet, Cato. That's all I wanted to see for the time being. That room, the desk, the inkwell... We'll probably use them all before the night's over. Who are you calling now? I'm going to try to reach Ed Lowry. Will he be at the office? No, and he won't be at home. I'll probably locate him in one of his favorite hangouts. Hey, Lowry. Phone call for you. Tell him I'm in conference. Tell him yourself. It's your boss. Uh, Gunnigan? Mr. Reed. But, well, why didn't you say so in the first place? Holy cats, what's he want? It's almost midnight. Yeah, boss, this is Lowry. Ed, remember, there's nothing to this at all, but on the other hand, it's worth following up. What's that, boss? I happened to be in a nightclub when Gopher Gables came in. Gables? He's fine with Stooge. That's right. He cornered Sutcliffe there and heard something said about raising more cash in a hurry and getting it to Farnsworth tonight. More cash? That means the lobbyists need more. Wouldn't you say so? I'm glad you agree with me. It might be a story if you get to Farnsworth's apartment and sort of hang around and watch. It's worth a try, boss. I'll hop right over there. Thanks for the tip-off. Put what I owe you on the cup, Gus. I'll probably be back before you close. Where to, Lowry? Got a story? Private business, boys. Private business. Ed Lowry parked his car near the Farnsworth apartment. He watched for quite some time. He saw a couple of men enter and leave the place. Then, after waiting a few moments longer, he approached and rapped on the door. Hello, Gopher. Lowry. Mind if I step in? How are you tonight, Farnsworth? What do you want here, Lowry? Just stopped in for a chat. Hey, what's all that dough? None of your business. Now beat it. We're busy. You came for something, Lowry? What is it? Speak up. I hear you're raising more cash to fight the Brannigan bill. Where did you hear that? Is that what the sugar is for? Tain't none of your business. Now scram, Lowry. Can't you see the chain? 
Hey, what the... What's the matter with the lights? Frank's safe, Oz. We'll turn on that table lamp. Stand where you are. Who in power? Who are you? You'll find out after I'm gone. Where's he at? Let me drill him. Get to the floor, boss. I'm shooting. No, you're not. Don't shoot, Gopher. Don't shoot. <coughs> but I can't breathe. He went out the door. Find one of the lamps. Come, find the door. Get some light in here. There's the light. Who turned him on again? How the devil do I know? Look at Gopher. What's happened to you? Get up, Gopher. Get up. Out cold. Look at the desk. The dough is gone. The money. Get after him. Get after him, Lowry. Chase him yourself. It was your dough. He spilled the ink stand. Look at here. He must have got his hands in the ink. It's smeared all over the door now. What's been done to Gopher? Is he dead? Hold on, Farnsworth. Get a load of this. But Gable... He'll be all right. He just took a snootful of gas, that's all. The bird who came here to get that dough was the Green Hornet. What? There's a signature. That stamp he left on your desk. The Green Hornet. Now there's a story for the Sentinel. Next morning in the Sentinel office. I wanted your story handled in a very specific manner, Laurie. But well, we should smear it on page one, boss. A big banner. Well, it's too late for that. There have already been a couple of editions. Oh. Doesn't it seem logical in view of what we've seen before that the Green Hornet is the leader of the gambling ring? Yeah, but he robbed Farnsworth. Uh, how do you know? Wasn't I there? But how do you know he robbed him? Perhaps the mere fact that you were there made it necessary for the Hornet to make it appear to be a robbery. Huh? That would give him the cash you'll have to spend for the committee's vote. And do it in such a way that Farnsworth can't be tied up with it. Hey, boss, maybe you've got something there. Of course, the Hornet may have taken the cash for himself. But it's my impression that he took it to pass on to the members of the committee. Thank you, bet that can be proved. Well, if we could just prove that those birds took bribes. Well, prove that the Hornet's in league with a gambling ring. Too bad there isn't some way to identify that money. But that's, of course, out of the question. Yeah, there's no way to prove that the same dough that was taken from Farnsworth is given to Jones and Smitty and the rest of the grafters. If you'd only known this sort of thing would happen, you might have marked the bills in some way. Marked bills, yeah, but... Well, I wouldn't have had a chance, boss. I only... Hey! What's the matter? Hey, boss! I just thought of something. What are you talking about, Laura? Maybe those bills were marked. What do you mean? Look, the bills were on a desk, like this, see? Yeah? There was an inkstand here, like this. Well, the hornet bumps the, the desk or something in the dark. I heard him. Then we find the ink's all spilled when the dough is gone. It's all over the desk, and there's some on the doorknob. Get it? Yeah, perhaps the bills are smeared with ink. That's just it. Yeah, but, Lowry, that wouldn't prove anything. Sure it would, boss. The ink could be tested. Get ink from Farnsworth's desk. Analyze it. Compare it with that on the bills. Boy, if we could only get to the Capitol in time to see those bills in the possession of the grafters on the Brannigan Bill Committee. Well, what are you waiting for? You won't get there by standing here. I'm on my way. I'll do what I can from this end. Hey, what the... Take where you see what I'm bringing back. I hope. Miss Benny, get the district attorney. I want him to do whatever is necessary to get a sample of the ink from Farnsworth's office. Just in case Lowry can come through. It's a long shot, boss, but I'm playing it. While Lowry raced for the state capitol in the fast car with necessary officials and credentials, the committee members were in recess in the halls. Barnesworth himself was there speaking to one of the committee. I came here personally, Jones, to explain... Barnesworth, it's bad for you and me to be seen... Skip that, Jones. I had the dough already, but the hornet stole it. Now, just do what we want and you'll get what was promised. Not so loud. It's okay, Jones. What is? Oh, hello, Farnsworth. Where's Smith? Coming. What did you say? Everything's okay. We're going to hold that bill back. That's the stuff. Hello, I want to see you, Jones. Who? Friend of yours. Thanks for everything, Farnsworth. I was just explaining and the dough was stolen by the hornet and what I was... Dough? What dough do you suppose? What I had for you boys. But we got it. What? Yes, your man had it. But where did he get it? I'm not used to asking where cash comes from. I want to find out about this. Come on with me. We'll have to hurry. The meeting is going to resume, and I want to talk to some of the boys. There's Farnsworth. Yeah. Smith and Jones with them. They stand ready. They're passing out something that might be money. Come on, let's go see. 
Hey, Senator, just a minute. Yes? Hold it. Shoot the picture. Got it. Oh, <laughs> reporters, eh? Yeah, snapping <laughs> pictures of you and Farnsworth and one of the gambling ring's representatives. What's in that envelope? None of your business. See here, Lowry, you... So the Hornet took the cash from you to pay these guys off, then sent it here to your lobbyist. That's ridiculous. Okay, it's ridiculous, then. But what's in that envelope? None of your business. Don't talk too much, Farnsworth. You may be facing a rap for bribery. That dough you had last night was marked. The Green Hornet stole sure it. Sure stole it. Maybe because you planned it that way. The money is marked. What? What are you talking about? What are you trying about? to pull on us, Farnsworth? Gave you marked money, so you're all discredited. That means a report won't be taken. It means the Brannigan bill will be buried because Farnsworth framed you into taking marked money. That's a lie. I did nothing of the kind. Can't explain what that cash is for. Look at the ink on it. That ink came from Farnsworth's desk. That can be proved. Furthermore, it can be proved that Farnsworth collected that cash last night from other members of the bookmaking ring. I won't touch the money. I didn't know there was money in this envelope. I was simply told sure, that it was... Sure, Jones. You just thought someone was sending you a Christmas card. Take Farnsworth and his pals in, boys. You won't oh, touch me. I have a right We to... already got the warrant charging you with bribery. I guess that cash will make it stick. And if that doesn't, then by Thunder Farnsworth, they'll hold you plenty long because of your connection with the Green Hornet. I have no such connection. And how come the dough the Hornet got from you is passed out by your men today? You can't charge me with taking a bribe. We won't need to place charges against you three crooks. Just resign. That's all you've got to do. You never belonged in the legislature in the first place. Go on back to your 25-buck-a-week job. This is a frame-up. This is a frame-up. It's just what's needed, Farnsworth. The Brannigan bill buried and the gambling ring smashed. There's news my boss will love to see in print. Sentinel Piper! Holding the line with gambling ring! Bribery charges filed! Racing bill buried during roundup of bookies! Read all about it! is a copyrighted feature of the Green Hornet Incorporated. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. 
You know, I wish we could say that corrupt politicians were only in stories like this, but as long as there have been politicians, there has been corruption. And now, I'm really excited for this. It's our special announcement. Now, I was asked to be a part of a special event, which, of course, I agreed to take part of. Adam Graham of The Great Detectives of Old Time Radio, who is the person I listened to that got me into doing this podcast. After listening to him, I'm like, I can, I can do this. He invited myself and two other old-time uh, podcasters, old-time radio podcasters, to be part of a special Christmas event. So next week, Monday through Thursday, we'll be releasing a special episode hosted by each different host with a program from our genre of shows. We'll be collaborating with Andrew Rines of OTR Westerns, Ron Eckelbarger of Classic Comedy of Old Time Radio, and of course, Adam Graham of The Great Detectives of Old Time Radio, and myself. I'm looking forward to bringing this collab with you. I'm looking forward to bringing this collab to you, and I hope you enjoy it as well. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcast. We are also on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, or by listening right from our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy our program, please make sure you rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast. If you would like to help support this show, you can do so by visiting our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and clicking on the support button. Tomorrow we'll play a new episode of My Favorite Husband starring Lucille Ball and join us back next Monday for some more with the Green Hornet. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off. <laughs>